our mystery guest, <laughs> who will be doing the 10 a.m. to noon show on WABC Radio in New York, one of the great, the number one talk station in America. I'm honored. <laughs> oh, no. This is just, <laughs> just absurd. <laughs> wearing a scarf over his face. Geraldo Rivera. Good morning, Mr. Yeah. Rivera. Oh, hey. Ooh, that's his doing it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, brought that home from Afghanistan. I'm honored, uh, Don. I really am. Uh, people, some know that uh, you were my original announcer for my first national program, Good Night America. I was proud to have you, and 40 years later, here we are again, still standing. I was, um, uh, I don't even remember that time. I except, know, I know. You know, it was a great show that Geraldo did. It was on, it was called Good Night America, you just said. It's on the ABC television network. And it was a variety show, right? It was, it was uh, we called it a second-generation TV news magazine. It was like it was a rock a and roll news. It was a show. People like to get the Stones on and, and uh, all, the all kinds of people. Yeah, the Zapruder film. Yes. We did a couple of benefits to help the uh, folks who had been in Willowbrook and the other institutions for the mentally retarded, and you were right there by my side. When I uh, first met Geraldo, he, he exposed, this been a long time ago, he exposed to Willowbrook. Well, Willowbrook was what now? Willowbrook is the world's largest institution for the mentally retarded, out on Staten Island, of all places. It was over 6,000 residents and a horrible, horrible place, and we brought the cameras inside 40 years ago, first week of January. That was a great story. Uh, yeah. Uh, Helped change a lot of things. For the broke people. a lot of boundaries from, from reporting and everything else here in New York. Yeah, it really did. So... Uh, how did they talk into doing this? How did this happen? Well, I've wanted to do it for a long time. Oh, you did? Yeah. I, uh, you know, I, my wife tells me as I get older, I increasingly have a face for radio. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> Which is not true. No. But kind of oh, well, yeah. um, I wanted to have a, you know, a voice in this process that's going on. I have, I think, a point of view that represents a lot of people that's not really being heard. I don't believe we should use nuclear weapons against Iran. I, I think the Palestinians are not a created, made-up race. Uh, you know, I, I have a, you know, I, my slogan's going to be, I'm Geraldo Rivera, and I'm not always right. Well, your politics, I guess, are different than, say, the guy who follows you, Rush Limbaugh, or the whack job who follows him, my friend, Sean Hannity, or the, or the lunatic who follows him, Mark Levin. And I actually, when, when we found out about it, Bernie and I, I said, this is, Bernie said it was a genius idea. That's genius, maybe, Sean, but I think it's a great idea. Well, so, I appreciate that. Thank you. It's yeah. a great idea for a couple of reasons. One, you know everybody. Two, you have an opinion about everything. Uh, you can talk forever. You can, you'll be able to get people on the program that nobody else can get. So. Well, I'll certainly try. I, I think that what happened with talk radio is, in success, everybody started sounding like everybody else, and they're on the right side of the political spectrum, and it, it seemed like at a certain point, it seems to me often that everyone's working off the same talking points, and I'm, I have a different point of view. You know, I was I talking to Lou Dickey. He's the good Dickey. There's a good Dickey <laughs> and a bad Dickey. I was talking to the good Dickey. Yeah. <laughs> and I, he asked me what I thought about the radio station. I said, oh, it's a great station, but sometimes I get tired of hearing the same drumbeat all day. I mean, enough. Even so, the callers seem to be the same caller sometimes. Yeah, so. Well, there's a different point of view, particularly in a town like this. It's so diverse. There's so much going on. I, I like Mayor Bloomberg. I like Ray Kelly. Their politics kind of reflect mine in many ways. You know, kind of the old school liberal Republican of uh, the John Lindsay days. So you're going to do 10 to noon. 10 to noon. In New York. And then. Very proud to follow you and lead into Russia. And then the. Uh, 
Well, I don't make a big deal about it. We can make fun of Rush. They asked me not to, but I said, sorry about that. <laughs> and then you're going to do, according to the New York Times, you're going to do one to three in Los Angeles. Well, I don't know about that. Well, well, you don't? We'll, we'll, well, it's, it's, it's in the paper. It's in the paper? Yes. We, that New York Times, those little You're going to do devils. one to three in New York, I, in uh, L.A. I have no announcement to make about Los Angeles. <laughs> From a studio at WABC. I have no comment about Los Angeles yet. Okay. We'll, we'll see where that goes. So, but, so, uh, you know, you have to, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. That's what they say. And, you know, if it, if it works here, we'll see where else we take it. So, you, will you do a traditional show in terms of just guests and then? So will you take phone calls? Or? We'll take phone calls, but it will be, it debuts on January 3rd. That's the day of the Iowa caucuses. So oh, wow. clearly politics will dominate in the, uh, the early stage. Then you've got New Hampshire the next week, then South Carolina the week after that, then Florida. So you may have a Republican nominee by the end of the month. It's an intriguing story. We've all watched it, and I want to be able to talk about that. And talk I, about I, I was talking to Dagan in makeup this morning, and I said, well, what are, and I've known you forever, but I, but I said, what are his politics? She said, I say he's liberal, isn't he? She says, I don't think so. But I, I, I think on some things and others. And For example, you like President Obama? I voted secretly for President Obama, and I'll tell you why. It was June 2008 when I made my decision. He had just made or was making a speech at a church in Chicago, and he called for uh, – African-American young men to pick their pants up to, and uh, uh, take care of their families and take care of their children and, uh, you know, uh, inner city uh, youth. And I, I thought that that was a message that's woefully lacking from the dialogue. If the people on the left traditionally have asked for entitlements, uh, you know, the people we elect in the Bronx and, uh, you know, my old neighborhood on the Lower East Side or uh, Spanish Harlem, they, they, it's all about the government owes you and, uh, you know, isn't this unfair, this, that, and the other thing. And there's no talk about personal responsibility. Nobody's getting married. Fathers are walking out uh, of, their, uh, of their households because they want their spouses and their kids to be supported by the government. And I think you need to hear a different message. So it's really... That's why I'm a Republican, and that, but that's why I voted for Barack Obama, because I heard in his voice that day something that was woefully lacking, a role model. Uh, you know, uh, he's a, such a wonderful personal role model. I want all of uh, the families to be like his family. I want his kids, you know, his kids to be the, uh, the kind of kids all kids are raised in, the nuclear family, mom, dad together. Even if they get divorced, still be responsible for yeah. them, support them. And, and so I, uh, yeah, so yeah, I am a Republican. I'm, I'm an Obama Republican, yeah. I thought it was a good idea. I didn't vote for him, but I, I, I wasn't uh, hysterical when he got elected. But I thought it was a good idea at this point in our history and in the world's history to put a black face in the White House uh, for America to show that to the rest of the world. That so, does not necessarily mean I will vote for him again. Right. And I think that's the quandary America is in right now. Do we want another four years of a president who has arguably, uh, you, know, uh, you know, fiddled when the uh, economy was going down the tubes? Man, mixing metaphors there. Uh, but he's done a great job. On the other hand, he killed Osama bin Laden, you know, and uh, he's done a lot of things like that that I, I think are, are uh, kinds of acts, noble deeds that deserve praise. Best thing I like about you. What's that? Is how loyal you've been to Craig all these years, your brother. My brother, yeah. Yep. My younger, taller, better-looking brother. Yeah, he does. Well, you know, we'll look with Fred. I mean, the same thing. Yep. You, uh, you're stuck by your bro. Your blood's thicker than water. 
And that's another thing. That's another example. I, I said, you know, so many people you talk to, you had a fight with your brother at Thanksgiving in 1953 and you haven't spoken to him since. Yeah. I mean, where's that at? It's, uh, it's so lame. And, you know, strong, family means everything to me. Everything to me. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Thank Kwanzaa. You. Whatever you celebrate. Yeah, all those. This is, a, this is great. If Bernie and I think it's great. Not that we are the arbiters of anything, but we're as cynical as any two people on earth. And if we think this is a great idea, it's a great idea. Yeah. I do know a little bit about radio. I think it's a great idea. So I don't know a whole lot about radio, but I've been on every street in this town. Yeah. No, I don't every be great. Neighborhood, so. Every neighborhood, every group. Uh, you know, it's, uh, and, and, you know, the other thing that makes me, uh, you know, not a traditional liberal is my sport of the armed forces. You know, I've been 10 times in yep. Iraq and Afghanistan, another 10, Somalia and all those places. And I support the troops and I have a relationship with them that's, that's really so wonderful and, and life-affirming. And I know so many of them, and I've seen them grow from privates to master sergeants, from lieutenants to generals. And it's, uh, you know, I see the sacrifice they make, how underpaid they are, how they separate from their families. How they're and treated when they get home. And, and, and all that. Yeah, well, they're yeah. going to be treated a whole lot better and are being treated a whole lot yeah. better than they were in our day in Vietnam and all the rest of that. Well, congratulations. Good Thanks, luck. Don. Anything you want us to do, let us know. So. Well, I just keep promoing it. Very well. Uh, I keep saying it's a mystery. You know, maybe I'll wear <laughs> something else next time I call on your show. Geraldo Rivera's 11 minutes down until they are. 